welcome back to season two of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo, recorded live from SB Studios. Well, good morning and welcome to our show, Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo. And we're back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a challenging week from what I hear. Um, I'm in a new studio. Yeah. I haven't visited this one. You, you have not. Um, this place is so dope. It is. It is. Um, it's at the Killen building off the Eagle exit next to the um, golf, the new golf. Uh, Top, Top golf. golf. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for that thing to be open. So we were driving by it this morning and they've got a lot of it uh, oh, yeah. done. Yeah. It, it's just it's it always like blows my mind how buildings are created. Yeah. You know, like. There are some really freaking amazing humans in the world. Yeah. Like and, I, and I try to create a sidewalk and then I can't get past like, like the dirt. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? I can't even build Legos. Yeah. I'm like, you're building big, <laughs> huge buildings. Speaking of though, like this building, it I, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. You can come here and do your homework. You can, you can have business uh, meetings. You can, you can do anything. You just rent it by hour or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, um, it, the setup is very classy oh, yeah. and professional. Um, I kind of felt uncomfortable walking in here. Yeah. I'm in here right after the gym. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I hope you guys have been having a a good week. Um, I've had a really challenging week. Um, Mo also was telling me he was having a challenging week. Challenging but rewarding at the same time. And uh, let's let's backtrack a little bit about last episode. Oh my gosh! Remember we left off, and w- when we left, that one of the things <laughs> that one of the things that you said to me is, "Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get some some response this time, right?" Because we're always saying like, what, "Come on, comment on something." Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people came up to me and said, "Are, are you guys okay?" Really? Yeah. <laughs> and. And, and I'm like, why? And like, well, because it got pretty heated up. And I'm like, but to, but to be honest, I was like, that's those are the conversations that, that got us to where we're at today. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how heated some conversations got behind the desk to the point where we're like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure plenty of times I was like, I think it's time for you to go. Yeah. Right. And, and the next morning, you know, here comes Amy with high pitch, you know, Hi, right. Like. <laughs> And in Dutch and let's do a Dutch. And then, and then, you know, I think we learn through those experience to, to at the end of the day, learn from it. I learned from it. I learned that perhaps I was not listening the way I should have listened. Um, perhaps I was even in my own, even me trying to prove a point, I was even being very subjective. So, um, I want to find this, um, quote that I put on the reel we made. Or I made for the Instagram. And is that the one you sent me? Uh, I don't know. I send you lots of stuff, so. <laughs> so I mean, keep talking, but I I want to I want to read this thing about. I mean, since we're talking about the last episode and respect, I want to find this quote because I thought it was pretty. Um, yeah, it, pretty cool how it all ended up and how I was like, you know, we do have our differences. 
But, but I think that's what makes us unique. And that's part of why we did this, because I come from very, very like clinical and you're in your different ways. And we grew up in different houses and you're very traditional. You were you grew up very traditional. Uh, I wouldn't say I grew up mm. very traditional because I, I, I grew up in different you know countries. So I think that skewed things a lot for me. But at the end of the day, we're here. And, uh, and I think our website says we're here to challenge the norms, right, of the red tape and a lot of the things that people feel uncomfortable. Well, I also think that we're here to challenge each other. Yeah. And to call you out on your shit sometimes. I, I'm, a, I'm not trying to be too vulgar about it, but there's been a lot of times where I I feel self-righteous and you're like, you need to slow down. Yeah. And and because I do have respect for you, um, at that moment, it's hard for me to like let it go. Uh, but I've learned that sometimes that's just what's necessary. And I do and I kind of process it and I come back and I'm, and I'm like, you know, I'm not sure if I 100% agree with you, but some of that made sense. Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about is just finding some common ground with people that you love because um, when you get in these heated conversations with with uh, your family members or your, your sisters, brothers, partners, lovers, um, bosses, like all kinds of people, um, lots of things, relationships get, they disintegrate because people get in a heated moment and they, they think both sides are each are right, but if, if people would just take a break, process, I think a lot of things could have been could be salvaged, a lot of relationships. Yeah. Partnerships. And, and I think leaving it at for what it is, I think as I grow up, I do not reminisce on the things that could have I could have said more mm-hmm. or should have. I just I, I just go back and process what happened and that's it. I don't add more to it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times Sometimes as humans, we're like, oh, we we start thinking about it. And then we're like, well, what am I going to do about it? And what am I going to say? But that's outside of the conversation at that point, right? When the conversation was over, it was over. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to process just that for what it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's really hard for a lot of people to do that, though. Like they just it's like when two people are fighting and there's one person that wants to tap out and they're like, I, I'm taking a break. I, I'm getting out. And that person will just follow you down the hall. like Or or the person who keeps bringing back the past. Like, well, three years ago you did this. And, mm-hmm. th- and I'm just like, oh, no, let's stick to what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was able to to look back, reflect. And, man, I think I think I had a shitty day that day. Personally, I, I did. And, and I was able to reflect on um, pushing, not pushing myself so much and, and then staying so busy on that day. You got got the quote? Yeah, so let me read you this. All right. It says, show respect even to people who don't deserve it, not as a reflection of their character, but a reflection of yours. Yeah. I really liked that. I had to go back and... Because I had to learn something from what I did. And now I'm a big believer in that. That when things don't end right, something's got to be right. And and if and even if I'm not right, then that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I learned is that sh- like having respect is different than showing respect. 
mm-hmm. at least personally. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that coming into the conversation. I was just one-sided. And I think when I went back and, and kind of researched the word, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I think I, I under, now I understand a lot of what Amy was trying to say to me. And uh, at that point, I reflected. Look, Mo, I was helping you this time. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, you know, I think we, we wanted to get to talk today, today um, about something that happened to you this week. And when you told me this story, I was like, I don't think I can pinpoint the day or when that happened to me or something similar to me that happened. But I, I can, I can actually think back of one instance where that occurred to me. And, and the hardest thing to do in that moment is to push through. Right. Yes. So so tell us a little bit about what happened this week. Yeah. And it, what happened to me this week, it's just like made me just think about life of the time like the, the time on the clock just keeps ticking. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to move. This doesn't feel good. Like I'd, I'd rather like disappear because trying to fix it. Yeah. It and it, sounds and like when painful. you told me the story, just for the audience, when you were telling me the story, I could just sense the quietness <laughs> of myself but also the loudness of the the emotion that, that goes through my head because it's almost like either you're going to pick to be helpless or you're going to grab onto something and you're going to do it. But there is that instant where for a second you're helpless and you want to be helpless, but then there is that other second that you're like, <laughs> right yeah, it, yeah you gotta get you gotta get the fight in it, you it, but it takes t- for oh, me for, for, for me at least i remember just taking and, and it took a while but the first step the second step the third step doesn't seem to go anywhere until you're like over with it i think that's when it, it finally starts to heal mm-hmm. but so don't tell the story so people understand yeah so i'm not gonna make it too long of a story um but I had a big paper due and I put things off sometimes till they're due because that's just how I am. I'm a procrastinator at some things. And I had, I went home, sat down. I planned about two and a half hours to get this assignment done. I did it about right. Um, the paper is due at midnight, 1130. I have this paper almost done and I'm, you know, I, I'm feeling great about it. I'm like, I don't like, I think it's great. And it, and it, at this point, my college career. And that's even worse that you think this paper is like. It is. Right? Like you're like, yes, I got this. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like my, I'm on a body high. I'm yeah. like, I got it done on time. Um, and, and like I was saying, like at this level uh, in your college career at a master's level, like they don't really. I mean, they give you the assignment, yeah. but there's no template. Yeah. There's no examples. So you're old enough. You. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I surfed the internet, but nothing, nothing seemed to like be similar to each other. I was like, so everybody's just that grabbing at straws. So, but I feel good about it. I'm like, I got all the information, right. Um, I did a lot of research. So I'm sitting on the couch, 1130, about to finish it, turn it in. And then my computer screen goes blank black i'm like what the hell just happened i didn't have it on the charger <laughs> so i'm like oh great 
not a big deal. You know, I'm still like, ooh, let me get the charger. So I'm frantically looking for the charger, turn it, uh, plug it in. Mm-hmm. I turn it on. And the only way for me to recover my document, because I didn't have it in like a Google Docs or anything that that generally most people, smart people, would just save it in Google Docs so you could, they could access oh, it anywhere. Uh, I'm bored all the way. Oh, shoot. Nope. I So I have to get into my computer, but I can't remember the password. I can't recover the document. I cried real tears, like real tears. What time was this? 11.30 at night. Man. Mm, I had to work at 7. That's what I'm saying. That's where like the... Oh my gosh. It's easier to be helpless. I wasn't helpless. Well, Well, yes. But it's almost like like desperation. Because you can't tell anybody. I was like, what the actual F is happening And what I wanted to do, well, my first reaction was throw the computer across the room. And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) And then I was like, but then what? You know, like sometimes in those heated moments, like you don't think past the the, uh, anger. You don't think past that like instant reaction. And and I was like, okay, wait, I could I could just take a zero and move on. And then stew on it about yeah. how I did this assignment and be angry with myself. And that would create more yeah. issues like later down the road. Cause I'm at the end when I, when I'm like borderline passing this class, I'm like, you could have done better. And, and how pathetic of an excuse is that? Is it like, like, cause how many times I'm, I'm sure professors have heard. Oh, I know. And, and I think that's what even boils because I, I'm not going to be that person who emails right. it mm-hmm. and say, hey, and you emailed me at 1130 and the class is at, I don't know, like it was due, I don't know. What's it was due at midnight. Was so mid- I still had time at 30 minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to be able to redo this in 30 minutes. Right. So I was like, should I just take the O? And then I'm like, who? I'm like, lots of things went through my mind. Yeah. So I cried real tears. I was very frustrated. I walked around the kitchen, paced there for a few minutes. And I was like, no. This ain't, it's gotta be done. Like it's gotta be done. Like you have to finish what you started. Like you just have to keep going. So I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning and, and, and part of the paper was still kind of like fresh in my mind. So like, um, but that's why I'm saying earlier, like the part where in your mind, you, you knew this paper was a good paper, right? It was really good. And tapping, like, how do you, how do you recreate this feeling after you've already done it, I, I, I mean, I, I just, and oftentimes in life that happens. Yeah. Like a, we are like you, you get a, a, a goal, you plan an event and you kind of outline it in your brain. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And this is going to happen. It, it's kind of like planning your wedding. You're like, First you walk in and the music starts and your dad walks you down and everybody's in ooh and ah. You don't plan for the doors to open and then like some crazy like, uh, I don't know. Psychopath going in. Some like ludicrous turns on and everybody's looking at each other like, what's going on? Like, what the hell? You know? So you don't plan. You don't plan for the oops, the, um, the fallouts setbacks and when they happen 
it's infuriating and it's sad, you know? Yeah. So three o'clock in the morning, I finish it. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm like, um, overstimulated, but I did it and I read it over cause I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to like half ass it this time. Yeah. So that didn't happen when I did the paper over because a lot of those, a lot of those topics were still fresh in my mind. Right. Right. After I read it, I was like, you know what? This actually is worth like, it sounds better than the last one. I last one I had because I was rushing to get it done, you know, cause I had two and a half hours and I planned for it, but I was, I was like close to the, you know, the time was ticking. I was like half an hour before it was due. So I was like, okay, I got to this. And I was just like making sure we get the major points. But right. afterwards, of course, it was going to be late. But I kind of was like, you know what? I have all the time now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get any sleep, but I got to work at seven. But I got all the time to just hang out. And so the words just kind of like flew, like they were just flowing. And I read it and I was like, I ain't too bad. I think it's better than the first one. Yeah. So I think that when I was thinking about like people where they get stuck in failure and how, you know, like we're trying to get to a goal and then we get set back and then we have to start the steps over. People get stuck in that position of just being like giving up. Right. They just give up. One thing that I, I think about as you're talking about this is people who um, believe in the disease model and addicts. And when it comes to, to 300 days, 500 days clean, you know, they start counting like a thousand days clean and they relapse. That I could not imagine. It, I almost it would feel almost like you felt that night. But, but now you have to add the shame and the guilt that comes with telling everybody around you that you relapse. And it makes it even worse. I think the cool thing about what you did, that was just, it was just you. It was you who, you proved yourself, I think more than anything. But you didn't need any external factors, nothing. And you did what a human was supposed to do. You got mad. You cried. <laughs> you 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 were helpless. You were hopeless. You were future. But but you came out of it and saying, "Wow, like this paper is better because I was present, because I was actually here <laughs> doing it. I wasn't like rushing it. It was in my time. It was on lifetime." <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you though, like what it takes is. It takes a person to use all the the pain and the frustration and the sadness and the fear. Like I use that as um, power to to be able to like redo the steps. And I didn't want to. But when I got to the end, I was like, well, that was worth it. 
But a lot of people get stuck in the pain and the suffering. A lot of people become like this failure versus failed, right? <laughs> like they then they, they surrender to, to to the failure, right? Like just all right, I guess I'm a failure. Versus no, you fail, but but fail forward, fall forward, and do it better. Learn it actually from it. feels good, like that that failure when you're in it. Doesn't feel good. Like, <laughs> oh my god! I, I could just see myself and like hyperventilating almost because oh, like I still like get all tensed up about it. Like what like, we're talking as you're talking about, about this, I'm like I put myself in this and then I, I start hyperventilating almost because it's it's debilitating. It it it's paralyzing. Um, and I was thinking about when uh you know that six five five and a half years ago how like I had I had um roadblock and failures and setbacks and and like lots of things were coming at me from different angles and you know what I did like I let it eat me up and I I like accepted it and I sat in it and it down like it just about killed me yeah while the, while the rest of the world kept moving on and you know like time doesn't stop for anybody I felt like I, like, I think I said it, but I've said it before. I'm like, it felt like Groundhog's Day. I felt like every day was just the same. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, no, I'm, I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep, I gotta keep going. And, and I'm not going to accept defeat and I'm not going to accept failure. That's not who I am. That's not what I'm about. And when you when you do get in that spot and you fail and then you restart as much as you don't want to yeah and at, when you get to where you know when i finish the paper when you get to your goal i was like you know what that like i needed that i needed that to be able to get to where i'm at right now yeah it it, it resets and and i think often in in our in our lives when there's a when there's a failure that shuts everything completely down in our life, we we take too much time living in it. And the, yes, you need it. You need to live in it because it's part of being a human. But you, you're not supposed to stay in it. You're supposed to find what it takes to get out of this state of mind. Because if you do stay, then it becomes bigger. <laughs> And bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you can't find yourself out. And I've been there multiple times. And the times that I've not given up, even though, like you're saying, like every day was the same day for like seven months for me. But I kept going. Mm -hmm. I, I Sometimes I honestly, when people tell me that, and that's what they're going through right now. In my mind, I'm like, I, would, I will switch you lives right now because what i experienced out of those days has made me who i am like that's where i grew that's why i became better and a lot of people think it's the opposite is that the good days make you i'm like no it's it's the bad days that you get through yes and they're going to test you and that that's where everything you know about life you put it into work you practice what you preach. That's the hardest thing to do. 
And I think that it just kind of like went through my mind about people that relapse that have, they have a significant amount of time under their belt. And then they have a hiccup or they, they, you know, like, I don't, I don't know why, you know, there's lots of reasons why people relapse, but for the ones that have to deal with the guilt and shame and everybody has to know about it. I'm so proud of people that come back for, for more help that want to try again. Absolutely. I want to celebrate them. And I know they don't feel like they deserve to be celebrated. And they, they have all those like, you know, those depression, yeah. depressive symptoms where, um, they just lately they're stuck, you know. And I think it's a shame, right? So I, I, I work an outpatient program, and and we've had this client, and he was he was like two years sober. Mm-hmm. And then one day, you know, he comes in, is I relapse, and he goes inpatient, like, and in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's how much shame does to a person. But when he came back. We were right there. And guess what? We were, like you said, we were celebrating him mm-hmm. and say, let's do it again. Yes. And we're going to do it better. The, absolutely. Um, it, You know, I always say like, I, I, I never imagined I'd have this life that I have. And without, without this big, huge, like falling out in my life, um, I had an opportunity to create a life I always wanted. And I live the life I've always wanted. Like I have a life behind, like beyond my wildest dreams. And like I tell people about it all the time. I'm like, you can have whatever you want and you don't have to like, I don't think you have to like go back and like list out all the bad things that you have. So then you remember like whatever, but like people need to understand that we're we're imperfect. One hundred percent. That we're humans, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make mistakes. And and I catch myself. I know I'm a badass dad. I love being a dad. Uh-huh. Like I'll do anything for us. To, I mean, I'm just I'm a proud dad. But we all have bad days. Mm-hmm. And I often find myself in that position that because one bad day in my mind in my world in that moment i'm the worst father ever and and almost i start believing it for that few seconds minutes right until i'm able to say you know what no like one bad day does not make me a bad father and when i work with people who have substance abuse issues i kind of explain that and i'm one bad day does not make me a bad father, correct? I'm like, yeah, correct. One relapse does not make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. But there's just this sense that I guess humans, we long for that. Like we love being in that energy. Like sometimes we just, for some reason, we gravitate towards the bad, right? There's this for weird reason, right? We want to watch the news. So we want to watch scary movies. Like there's mm-hmm. just the gravity. We're humans, right? But there's got to be this recognition to say, all right, time to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And and for someone that does relapse and they actually are honest about it and they, go, you know, coming back for help. I, I think it's important to tell them, you know, you are recovering because 
you coming back for help and, and asking for help, that's part of recovery. Yeah. So you need to give yourself some credit yeah. for that. I, I, I also remember like this just puts a lot of things into perspective about how we're human and people make mistakes and pending on where, where what you decide to do with that leads you down, you know, one path or another. Yeah. Right. So I'm at work and there was a patient and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. And, and you have such a great attitude and you have such a, you have a great smile. And I was like, oh, you know, thank you for the compliments. I'm like, I should, you know, I'm like, I will hang out here all day. Feed my ego. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she goes, you know, and she was, she just looked just, um, she looked defeated. You know how they look tired and, and stuff. And, and a lot of people come voluntarily just for help. And, and in the, you know, she's just put and They volunteered to say great things. So um, she's like, you probably have never been in a place like this. I'm like, well, I work here. You know, I'm trying to lighten the load yeah. here. I'm like, wait a second. You know, like whatever. And she's like, you probably never ended up in a place like this in your whole life. Somebody looks like you never would. And I paused for a second. I looked at her. And I'm like, she has no idea where I've come from. Right. She has no idea. Like maybe I've never ended up in a psychiatric facility but I sat there and I looked at her and I, I, I just said, you know what? Everyone in this world and everybody that's here, uh, uh, just a minute, like on this side of the, the station or the other, you know, like we, we could trade places very easily. And I said, everyone is one life decision away from being on the other side. Absolutely. Something will hit you really hard. And it's, it's something that you just is, is so overwhelming that you can't, you can't get out of it and you get stuck. And, uh, and well, let me finish this. Yeah, go for it. So you get stuck and you're shameful or you don't want to burden people, you know, depending on what it is, like a big mistake, something that you shouldn't, you don't want people to know about you and you can get stuck and then like you can, you can end up in a really bad place and it takes a lot of courage for somebody that's in that in that position to 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 get up and move forward and and keep going and let people help them or go get help themselves so that they can get back to their life. Yeah. And that's what I told her. I was like, you're doing the right thing. And it's and it's okay to ask for help. Cuz you know what? If you didn't, you'd be stuck. And if and if you get stuck and you get sad enough and and everything else seems like it's passing you by. Life just doesn't seem like it has any purpose and you get kind of confused. And then sometimes you just end up dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just, that's why, you know, people want out. They want an escape because it's, it's just like another reality. I, I go back and, and when I say things like that, if I put myself in their position, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just saying that, right? Why I love our podcast is because I can go back and say, you know what? You should listen to this episode mm -hmm. if you don't believe me. And I've I've literally sat in people and says, you need to listen to Scott Walken's story. Oh, yeah. And I was like, if you don't think that you can become something at your age this far in life, listen to this. Because oftentimes... There's nothing I can say, you can say, and I can say 
But I'm like, someone's going to say it. Mm-hmm. And, and we brought Scott Watkins to talk about his story, how he was like hooked on drugs. And he was like 50 something before he took the step. He went to the cops himself and say, I need help. It's almost like he chose to get arrested. Mm-hmm. And because he did that, now he's my provider. He's my nurse practitioner. And because of someone like that, I, I want to become a nurse practitioner. But it's almost like we have to hear it from somebody who's been through it and who is almost has done the impossible in our own eyes for us to be like, you know what? If you can do it, I can do it. Because oftentimes I look at myself, I'm like, I don't think I can I can run a, I don't know, a marathon. Right? But if my best friend does it, same age, then I'm like, oh, okay. If he did it, I can do it. So I love our podcast. And, and what we bring is a different side is, is for people to hear sometimes stories to not lose that hope. Mm-hmm. Because we brought in people like the guy who walked across America. Yes. Who literally tried, cool. kill, tried killing himself. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I often bump to do the clients, I, I think of our podcast and I say, you know what? You need to hear this story. And they'll come back and be like, let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. And I'm like, for what? For life. And I'm like, we'll go. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and they're like, well, what do I do next? I'm like, you live. Mm-hmm. You know what the step is. Right. Everybody knows what that one step is. Everybody. Either to quit your job, to leave your partner, to become homeless because home sucks and take that risk. To do something. Go back to school. Apply. When you're 43, 45, 50, mm-hmm. everybody knows what that is, but something's holding us back. And oftentimes is that that one person saying, listen to this and feeling so connected to that person that you're like, okay, somebody in Idaho did it. I can do it. Yeah. And so like when, you know, you can't be your own backup plan, you know, like when you're, <laughs> you, when, when you need help, like you need good people in your corner. Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about people that relapse. Or we were talking about people that relapse. Uh, it's probably not the move that the people that are your drinking buddies or your your hookups, your plugs, or whatever they call them, those are not the people to put in your corner. And I know I've, I've said this before, but you're like you're like the product of the closest, the five closest people to you. So choose them wisely, and sometimes they have to be strangers. Yeah. That that motivate you. But sometimes they teach that different, right? Like, you need all these people, right? And I would say, look, look at Oprah, look at Dwayne Johnson, look at these people. They will tell you no more than five people. They do not have more than five people in their circle. Like, that's all they need to be successful. Everything else becomes noise. The mm-hmm. farther you go up in life, the more lonely it gets. And that's the reality of things. And that's scary. I, I'm not really scared. I think no, I'm not. I'm not scared either. But w- when you're in those moments, it gets scary because normally when you're in those moments, you you feel alone. So to tell you, you're actually the, the more healthier you get, the longer you get. Yes and no, because the healthier you get, the more healthier people you attract. But once you start leveling up in what you love doing, is when you start realizing how important it is to have. I have three people. That's that, that's my that's my 
my peeps, that when I need an objective opinion, I can go to them and say, tell me if I'm far right here because I, I don't know what to do with this. And they can be like, no, Mo, you're wrong. Is that your soundboard? That's my soundboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's important. So I think like the takeaways here is uh, being able to keep going when you like when you have failures or where you, where you feel like you're gonna get stuck. Well, when you are stuck, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, just, I just I just I wish I could. Just, I mean, I can. I look at you that night, like in my mind. Oh, you did not want to see it. that was a mess. And. Man, that sucks. Yeah, it was awful. And um, I think the boys were kind of being rowdy. I'm like, I cannot hear any more noise because I think I'm about to lose my mind. But, I, I mean, I did it. I, I completed it. I did send one of those emails to my teacher explaining to her that I had some technology difficulties so hopefully she gives me a little bit of mercy. And if she doesn't, who cares? Like, so what? Like, mm -hmm. that was one of my titles of this week, Groove. I was like, so what? So what? Today sucks. So what? Keep Keep going. going. Don't get stuck. Right. Even if she said, who cares? Yeah, right. No, you get a 50. So what? All right. You know what? You know yourself yep. where you're going. Mm -hmm. Right? And I tell people, like, I failed every single A&P test. <laughs> every single test I failed. But I've chosen the right professor that he gives us half a point back on every single one. And therefore, I know that I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, I, I'm still going to pass. Like, it doesn't end there. What's important is not the points. What's important is what we learn. Right. And I think that this is going to be a story that, like, I keep forever after I after I graduate. And and I start my practice or and I meet other people that I mentor. Yeah. And they feel stuck. Be like, you know what? So there was this night. <laughs> Ten years ago with this crazy ass therapist. I used to do a podcast. Listen to episode number 37. And I was there. I was there. Yep. I've, I've been there. And it sucked. Yeah. And everything in me told me I should just quit. That I should just take a, take a loss. And, and I didn't. And that's normally something I would do. I would just give up. That's my pattern. I just give up as much as I didn't want to. And and it would like sit with me. You know, like I do this in, in just general in life too. When I feel like I've made a mistake in my friends, with my friends or whatever, I'll just give up and I just distance myself. And I just take the loss. Right. But it doesn't feel good. And I ruminate about it. And I... It, I eat like it eats me up, but this time I didn't. And at the end of it, I was so damn proud of myself. Three o'clock in the morning, falling asleep. I was proud of myself. I'm like, I did it. I, I didn't give up this time. And it felt amazing. And, and I want to, it felt amazing. And you can sit here today and say that. But if I would have been like, hey, Amy. It's going to be amazing. You would have been like, shut up, Mo. I would have flipped you the nah, bird. Right? It, it's important for us to have those moments in life. It's important for us to, to recognize 
that we were able to do it ourselves sometimes. That, that, that we're it. We don't need nobody. And if you're in that moment today, if you're listening to us in the car, in the shower, at work, and I'm going to give a shout out to Kale. He's our IT guy. I walked in the office and this guy, Kel, you had this thing on speaker, bro. Which oh, nice. I was walking down the admin and I can hear myself. And it was the, the last week's episode. I'm like, bro, <laughs> bro, of all the episodes, you put that on blast. But no, shout out to Kel. Uh, appreciate for you listening to us. But we never know who's going to be listening to this. And I hope that one day when, when, when we're 80 or 90, people can be like, Wow. Your podcast helped. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So if you're going through a rough time right now, you have a loss of a loved one, loss of a job, your computer turns off and you lose your three hour paper. You get a flat tire. <laughs> I can see myself feeling that way if I get a flat tire. Just yeah, if you feel helpless, if you feel um undeserving, you'll get through it. Yeah. Just don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Just turn on the episode 37. <laughs> <laughs> and think about me and and, and and you'll feel a lot better about yourself. <laughs> well, it was really, it was a really good um, week uh, overall. Challenging, like I said, but we got through it. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. And uh, we got a couple people coming on uh, in a week or two, hopefully. Talk about some interesting things. Oh, Yeah. We do have some good stuff coming up. Holidays are coming. Christmas yes. is coming. I'm excited for holidays. We did have a little uh, special quiet guest today. It's my daughter, Anastasia. She's been sitting here listening, and and uh, we just want to say hi to her. Do you want to say hi really quick, honey? Hi. <laughs> she likes our podcast. She's actually kind of like a little... a little podcast model for us. She comes and sits with us quite a bit. Yeah, and she's got a good energy. She does. Good energy. She really has a good vibe. Yeah. You did you did you do well right there, Amy. Pretty good energy. <laughs> but anything else you want to say, Anna? You want to say hi to all our followers? I don't know. Tell them to follow us. Say if you want to find not everyone gets a trophy, go to Instagram and Spotify. Yep, on Spotify as well. Find us at Facebook. Not everyone gets a trophy. I know. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify, Am Amazon. I mean, we're on all platforms. Yep. And not everyone gets a trophy.com. So see you guys again next week. Adios. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy, hosted by Amy and Mo. This episode has been brought to you by SB Studios, Boise's number one podcast producer. 